Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Monday, January 29th, 2023, and I have a great show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels nor Stan Szymanski nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest. And everything presented here is for informational purposes only. Over two years, probably closer to two and a half years ago, I started writing about Evergrande. Evergrande, the behemoth Chinese real estate company that was having trouble paying its interest payments. And they were lying. They had story, let me just put it this way. The financial news industry wrote stories saying that although they were having trouble, they made their payments, when in fact, they were not making their interest payments. And now, during the last 12 hours, China's Evergrande was ordered to liquidate in a landmark moment for the crisis-hit sector. This is a story out of Reuters. I'm going to share some of this with you and then some of my thoughts and some of the other things, uh, you know, that I wrote about. I also want to share... Although I couldn't pull it up today, I don't know why I wouldn't wouldn't play. Uh, Greg Hunter of USA Watchdog actually uh, credited me with the um, with this revelation that while they were telling everyone and while the financial media was telling everyone they were paying their bills is that I was shouting at the top of my lungs that they were not because I was doing things like trying to contact the, uh, the, the, the paying agent. You'd say, hey, where's the payments? And I was reporting on that. And so he gave me credit for that back. Let's see, when was that? Uh, he, he credited my story of November 10th, 2021. Um, and I think that was on November 12th that he, he credited me and put it in his weekly news wrap up that day. I wish I could get that to play, but uh, be that as it may, uh, I know that he did it. I share it with you. And, uh, you know, look, two, a little over two years later, uh, it's really borne out. Now, the first thing I want to say before I even read some of the article uh, regarding China Evergrande is that this is a Hong Kong court ordering this. Uh, no matter what anybody says, I mean, this is the tail wagging the dog. 
I mean, are we not faced daily with the discussion that China wants to uh, reintegrate um, Taiwan into uh, the, you know, the Chinese mainland, basically? And that their view of Taiwan, that it, it's China. Hong Kong says, hey, we're, you know, we're Taiwan. So the fact that they could, you know, they would even do this, that they would order this liquidation of Evergrande, to, uh, there's two problems with that. A, it's the tail wagging the dog. B, the incorporation of Evergrande is in the Cayman Islands. If there was a winding up to be done, and that basically means bankruptcy, why isn't it done there? In the, in the country of their incorporation. And how? How, in the name of all financial things that are good and orderly, is Hong Kong going to enforce... the um, examination of the assets and, and the total liabilities that they have, you know, on, in my, mainland China. How is that going to work? I guess the Chinese and the CCP are going to just let them walk in and take care of their business. I hardly, hardly think so. I hardly, hardly think so. Let's read some of this article. This is from Reuters. Again, it's dated uh, today, January 29th. Of course, uh, they probably wrote this from uh, Taiwan, from uh, Claire Jim, and uh, it's probably Jim Claire, uh, and uh, Zhi Zhu. Uh, again, dated January 29th, 2024. Actually, 725 Eastern time. It's only an hour and a half ago. Uh, on a, here's the bullet points. Evergrande unable to offer concrete restructuring plan. What a shocker. Ruling likely to further jolt already fragile Chinese markets. Trading in shares of Evergrande and units halted. Shocking. Decision sets the stage for complicated process. Hong Kong, January 29th from Reuters. A Hong Kong court on Monday ordered the liquidation of property giant China Evergrande Group, dealing a fresh blow to confidence in countries in the country's fragile property market as policymakers step up efforts to contain a deepening crisis. Justice Linda Chan decided to liquidate the world's most indebted developer with more than $300 billion in total liabilities after noting Evergrande had been unable to offer a concrete restructuring plan more than two years after defaulting on its offshore debt and following several court hearings. Quote, it's time for the court to say enough is enough, unquote, Chan said in court on Monday. Unquote. 
The decision sets the stage for what is expected to be a drawn-out and complicated process with potential political considerations as investors watch whether the Chinese courts will recognize Hong Kong's ruling, given the many authorities involved. Offshore investors will be focused on how Chinese authorities treat foreign creditors when a company fails. Well, the answer to that is like shizzle. You can follow, I mean, all, I, I think I did seven articles on Evergrande, and a couple of them were interviews with Dr. Uh, Marco Metzler, uh, an incredible um, financial professional, CEO, uh, he's involved with many companies, uh, in, insurance company CEO, a former CEO at this point, um, uh, he was involved as a... Uh, you know, a person with the rating agency Fitch. And um, he saw these problems. And I saw his writing uh, back in 2021. And I was watching the news feeds come in from overseas and picked up on it and contacted him and uh, did these written interviews. You can go and read those. He knew this was all coming. He owns the bonds. He owns Evergrande bonds, the offshore bonds. And I don't believe almost any of these numbers I see. Um, anyway, Chan appointed Alvarez and Marshall as the liquidator, saying an appointment would be in interests in the interests of all creditors, because it could, it would take charge of a new restructuring plan for Evergrande at a time when its chairman Yukayan is under investigation for suspected. Crimes. Suspected after all this time. Mm -hmm. Evergrande, which has $240 billion of assets, sent a struggling property sector. And, and my friends, whatever the number they give you, it's probably a whole lot less than that because of the cratering nature of real estate, uh, especially commercial real estate, especially, you know, in that country. <laughs> Uh, sent a, uh, a struggling property sector into a tailspin and dealt a blow to the economy when it defaulted on its debt in 2021. The liquidation ruling creates further uncertainty for China's already fragile capital and property markets. And they, I, they did not default officially in 2021. They were lying to everybody in 2021. I should take a look. I wrote, I wrote an article that they officially defaulted. Maybe it was late in 2021, but they were lying to everybody before that. Uh, yeah, they're saying that they're going to, you know, continue for for all of the um, the individuals who put money into Evergrande, folks who live in China and bought into um, homes that were supposed to be built for them. Um, well, they screwed those people. They say that they're going to, you know, ensure that these home building projects will still de be delivered despite the liquidation order. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, 
Edward Middleton, also managing director with Alvarez and Marshall, said the firm would immediately head to Evergrant's headquarters. <laughs> um, I'm sure that everything will just go swimmingly. Is not an end, but the beginning of the prolonged process of liquidation, which will make Evergrande's daily operations even harder, said Gary Ng, uh, senior economist at uh, NetTexas. As most of Evergrande's assets are mainly are in mainland China, there are uncertainties about how the creditors can seize the assets and the repayment rank of offshore bondholders and situation can even be worse for shareholders. Now, what's the actual deal? Um, like some of the other Chinese real estate companies uh, that have uh, fallen to the ground before them, they, they want to offer equity for debt. Now, folks, uh, in case you don't know, uh, if you're a bondholder, you know, you lent money to the company and in return, you expect to get your money back at a stated time and receive a certain amount of interest on certain dates. That did not happen with these Evergrande bonds, at least after a certain point in time. And they want in, in a bankrupt company. <laughs> They are suggesting that um, the bondholders accept equity in a bankrupt company in return for their debt. Yeah, as part of the latest offer, the developer proposed creditor swaps, creditors, excuse me, swap their debts into all the shares the company holds in its two Hong Kong units, compared to stakes of about 30% in the subsidiaries ahead of the last hearing in December. Evergrande's lawyer argued liquidation could harm the operations of the company and its property management and electric vehicle units, which would in turn hurt the group's ability to repay all creditors. Well, I mean, I hate to tell you, uh, all creditors are not going to get repaid. They might, they could get a pittance, but they're not going to get repaid. Good Lord. I mean, they owe a lot of people a lot of money. People have not been paid for years. You know, Evergrande's dollar bonds, like Do Dr. Metzler owns, or his, his, his company, DMSA, uh, owns uh, Evergrande dollar bonds. You know, according to the Reuters article, their bid at one to one and a half cents on the dollar. Yeah. 
And the article says that creditors now expect a recovery rate of less than 3%. I would say so. Yep. So why is the CEO of a disability ministry talking to you about Evergrande? Uh, it's a big financial story. And one of the main reasons is that, and it's like everything else, you know, I, I talked about uh, BlackRock defaulting on a huge property in Manhattan last week. I mean, it just came out last week that they were, or within 10 days, uh, that they defaulted on this. They stopped paying the debt of a, uh, a property they bought in 2014 that has steadily declined in value. Uh, they had about $300 million of debt associated with the purchase of that property. The debt was put up for $150 million last week. And who knows what it will actually sell for if there's a buyer. Commercial real estate um, is not in good shape. Now, we have Evergrande coming in on top of this, just kind of popping its head out again. It was always there uh, with this, I mean, I'd almost call it a ruse with Hong Kong uh, ordering uh Evergrande to be liquidated. Again, perhaps those subsidiaries are Hong Kong related, but Evergrande itself is headquartered and was incorporated in the Cayman Islands. That's really, really, really important. And Dr. Metzler actually went there a few times to, you know, petition them about the winding up process, which is, again, is bankruptcy. And the Cayman Islands were not very cooperative. And when he went to uh, their business address, it was supposedly, it was a, uh, a mailbox at like Mailboxes USA or <laughs> whatever they call it in the Cayman Islands. It wasn't USA mailboxes etc it's ridiculous ridiculous this is just an absolute i mean blank show if you are responsible for taking care of special needs or disabled folks if you run uh an organization like an institution that takes care of them, you know, and mass that takes care of, let's say, 100, 200 special needs folks. The people that work there and, you know, the people that run the place, they have pensions. They have uh, retirement accounts through that organization. And no one looks into what they actually own, you know, inside a fund that would be in a retirement account, which basically amounts to a mutual fund, could be run by an insurance company, same difference. 
how many of these funds and pensions own commercial real estate? Like the BlackRock situation I talked about last week, how many of them own, uh, you know, foreign real estate? A good many, a good many. And um, so you you have to be aware because if you are, uh, especially when it comes down to the individual taking care of somebody, you know, your investment portfolio might be the only thing because you spend 100% of your time taking care of someone that allows you to take care of them. Because let's say before somebody got sick or manifested with a disease uh, that you did pretty well and you had something to fall back on and you, uh, may, you might be getting paid to take care of them plus you supplement with what you have. Well, I mention these stories because you start adding everything up, you start adding up the BlackRock real estate. You start adding up the Evergrande real estate. Uh, you start adding up world war. There's war in the Ukraine, which America funded and started, by the way. I've gone over that. 2014, Victoria Newland engineered uh, the uh, takeover the coup of uh, the Ukrainian government to put a uh, Western puppet in there. Then the Ukrainian army went east to the Russian-speaking peoples of the Ukraine and uh, uh, basically, again, in my humble opinion, uh, ethnically cleansed about, cleansed about 15,000 folks. And then uh, Russia kind of stepped in. They had the Minsk uh, meeting. In 2015, between Germany, France, Ukraine, Russia, uh, where they were supposed to give the Russian-speaking people of the Donetsk and Luhansk and so forth voting rights and for them to stop, you know, basically genociding them. And uh, they agreed to that. And interestingly, in 2022, Angela Merkel, after she retired, came out and said that the Minsk agreement was nothing more than a ruse to buy time for the West to build an army in the Ukraine to go against Russia. Well, that hasn't gone very well for the Ukraine, has it? Because uh, in numerous estimates that I've seen, and again, this is my humble opinion, uh, is just that roughly 500,000 Ukrainian soldiers have died as a result of that, as a result of this ruse that Angela Merkel and the rest of them and, of course, you know, uh, well, let, let's just leave it there, um, put up against Russia. Now, so, and, of course, all of our armaments and so forth were expended there. America is not producing that stuff. Uh, so you've got the Ukrainian war. You've got the Chinese-Taiwan thing. That's what makes me laugh when I report on Evergrande that a Hong Kong court has ordered this for Evergrande. They're not going to get in to do that. We're going to go right in there and go to mainland China. Oh, really? Uh, 
So you have that, that whole thing in the Southeast Asia is getting ready to go hot. There's a lot of bad things going on there. Then you have the Middle East. How's that going? Talk about something getting ready to go hot. We're, you know, there's lots of information coming out the deck ago nuclear. A lot of information there. And so I come back to this um, theme that for the individual, for caregivers, taking care of special needs and disabled folks, you must, you know, have now water, food, a way to procure and and, uh, store that, that water. Let me start with, usually I put food first, then water. Store and procure and uh, purify that water. Shelter, energy. We've talked about the solar generators. And uh, folks, I'll tell you, you know, you know, and protection. And protection is being where a lot of people are not, okay? This in addition, okay, we mentioned these hotspots. Now we have Texas on top of this. Do you think that this is good news for your portfolio? I don't think so. Is it possible? Here, information, I subscribe to um, open source intelligence. And although I'm I'm not going to kind of say where, uh, from my understanding, Greg Abbott, you know, the, the governor of Texas, was in India meeting with them. And although no one knows what the uh, what the reason he was meeting, he very well, very well could meeting with them regarding energy, regarding oil. Because Texas is the land of oil. You know, all the the oil companies, you know, have huge interest there. Uh, Texas would be, I think it's something like the 10th biggest economy in the world. And so, uh, now who who knows what? Who knows what else they could be talking about? Uh, Folks, things are so unstable and I used this whole thing with Evergrande today because I did so much work on it back then you know over two years ago uh, China it's its market which is at like five-year lows you know real estate is a quarter of uh, the Chinese economy and uh there's a long way to go. If, if this bankruptcy that was ordered by Hong Kong actually even took effect, do you know how long it would take to settle this? I mean, I, I just took a look at some stuff from Lehman Brothers that just settled in 2023. You know, they went bankrupt in 2008. That's 15 years you think you have assets? You know, you better take a look and see what you have. Um, it took 15 years to settle, and it, it, 
You know, I don't know what the outcome was. I just looked at that fact. But the, the outcome wasn't, it wasn't good for those who were creditors. So for all of us, owning the shoes that we stand in should be of paramount importance. Being able to feed ourselves and hydrate with water for cooking, washing, drinking is of paramount importance. Paramount. Because this whole country could be at war. I mean, there's so much talk of, of serious people about civil war and how this might, you know, play out. And who knows? I mean, 25 Republican governors have signed on with Abbott. That would be an easy, you know, battle line to kind of draw. But, I mean, who knows? Who knows if a war would be used to cover the incredible amount of malfeasance like with this whole thing with Evergrande. But there's so much other stuff that, you know, what's going, again, what's going on with BlackRock with the, this huge property in, in Manhattan? But that's probably not the only one. A war could cover up a whole bunch of sin. And again, I wrote about this, you know, over two years ago. And again, I'm very grateful that Greg Hunter recognized me for doing that. And for saying that they were not paying their bills when they were telling everybody they did. All these big companies lie. They, they will lie to you. And you, because SHI, you know what, rolls downhill, you're the one that will receive it. You're the one who will be left with SHI fill in the blank instead of a, uh, a proper financial asset. That's why considering things like precious metals make a lot of sense because precious metals, i.e. gold and silver, are not anyone else's liability. They're not a third-party liability. It is what it is. As long as you don't buy something that's counterfeit. <laughs> you watch out for that. Um, so much of this stuff is, is fluff. Hong Kong, a Hong Kong court ordering a Chinese company to submit to bankruptcy proceedings is laughable. Laughable. Folks, please get yourselves ready. Because you're, they're going, they're going to. If you have, if you have not taken steps to prepare yourself for, you know, a world that could change very quickly, uh, they're going to kick you in the rear end so hard that you probably won't recover. You'll just you'll spend the rest of your life, however short it may be, wondering what happened to you. Part of me doing this show is to hopefully wake you up. Hopefully be a 
dissenting voice among the cackling crows of the mainstream media to say something other than what you are hearing when you turn on that terrible, terrible television. Because of that, I ask you to please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. You can go to our um, donate page at www.encouragingangels.org and you can give there. Um, because of these things, we, we could see civil war. Now, I, I certainly do not wish for that, and I hope it doesn't come to that. But your country does not have a civil defense plan for you. But uh, Mr. Jack Lawson put together an incredible resource called Civil Defense Manual, 950 pages, a two-volume set on all the information on food, water, shelter, a neighborhood protection team, um, because you might not have been in the military like I wasn't. Uh, Information on communications when they go down. Um, from professionals on night fighting, on area study and intelligence. Folks, for $100, how, where else could you go to get all that information um, that is there to have at a time of emergency? You can go to civildefensemanual.com, civildefensemanual.com. The water chapter is up there right now, I believe, at least two weeks ago when I heard Jack talking on another show, um, that he had it up there for free for people. That's life. Life, folks. Civildefensemanual.com, okay? Um, please consider supporting EA. Um, you know, we, we have taken many arrows, many arrows, um, to speak truth and to continue our mission. Even when, I mean, we were attacked viciously. Um, I've said it before many times. I'm just going to close just saying, please consider it. Trust Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Because folks, in the end, you're either going to spend eternity with God or eternity in the lake of fire with the devil. That's the two places that you have. You know, Jesus said, I'm the vine, you're the branches, when he was talking to his disciples. He says, apart from me, you can do nothing. And he said, you know, if you disassociate, and I'm paraphrasing, if you disassociate from me, you're just like a, you know, a branch that breaks off the vine and is good for nothing but to be burned. You know, in the parable of the weeds, it also talks about, you know, the weeds being gathered up and burned. You know, when they're separated from the wheat. He, he, has, he repeatedly brought this message that if you are separated from him, if you do not abide in Jesus Christ, you will be Burned. And I know that that's, this is fire and brimstone. Folks, that came right out of the mouth of Jesus. That you will burn without him. Burn. So I, I submit to you, 
Consider not burning. Consider trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you do not know who Jesus Christ is or you do not trust because you listen to all these crazy people out there who are secular humanists, please consider reading your Bible. Please consider, if you're listening to this right now, you have an internet connection, you can go to BibleGateway.com and you can type in John space one, John space one, and go and read the gospel of John and determine for yourself if Jesus is who he said he was. This is the Encouraging Angels podcast. I'm Stan Samansky and I look forward to seeing you right here next time.